Welcome back to DEB Sports. I'm Blake Long. Join with me as always, of course, the D and the E in DEB Sports, Dalton Corbett, Eric Meekum. Uh, Yo! Boys, boys, par for the course this NFL week. Good Lord. Football in general. Football in general. I'm not even going to single it to NFL. But, man, par for the course. Another wild week for college and for NFL. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start us off. Take us into what actually just developed it's 12, 13 at the time of recording this. This happened, what, I'd say maybe 9 o'clock the news broke, I think. It, it was it. mid. It, it was, was mid. Uh, it was right Ravens when I got Colts game. And anyway, the John Gruden uh, situation has finally reached a boiling point. He has been, quote-unquote, he's, quote-unquote, resigned or what his – most likely the situation, uh, he, he has, has been fired uh, over the whole It's just a nice way of scandal. saying he's fired. Yeah, I think they, they kind of took it a little easy on him. But he, let's be honest, he got fired. Right. Uh, that sucks really bad for the Raiders, seeing as they are, I mean, just on fire. So that, who who's who's taking over with the team? I saw it got named. But um, I didn't pick up the name that got that got. No, uh, I I read the name a couple of minutes ago. But he is there. the special teams coach. Um, At least it's not Gus Bradley. Puck, what's his name? Oh God, please God, don't be Gus Bradley. No, but, it's not Gus Bradley. I thought it was. Good. I did say earlier. I thought it was going to be Gus Bradley though. The last thing the Raiders need is to just because I want to see Gus bus state to Gus Bradley coaching them. Yeah, just because I want to see a Gus bus come back. But <laughs> I think. Um, God. I'm glad I missed the ticket for that bus. Yeah, oh, no, God, no. Missed the ticket. Missed the time. Mm. I can't miss a fucking ticket. Mm. But don't worry about me. But, I mean, how do y'all feel for John Gruden's sake? Like, how do y'all, like... I mean, to be honest, I I don't... Okay, listen, I feel bad in a certain way, but I don't feel bad. Where do the Raiders go after this? But I feel bad that he just got that house built in Las Vegas. Yeah, just finished. Like, I mean, it. he was in his fourth season with them, and it was just now getting settled in. And just Raiders did play. start out three and zero, but um, they did lose this past weekend, sitting at three and two. Still but, good though. My take on it is like he said the shit, obviously. And for people that don't know, he used homopho- homophobic slurs towards um li- a linebacker from Missouri, Michael Sam, the one that came out as gay right before the draft. He also said that somebody had big lips and it was a racial, it was a, taken as a racial slur. And then he called the commissioner a pussy and a, another homophobic slur. And if, even if this shit came out 10 years ago, it doesn't matter. You In a professional environment, when you're the head coach, we want to talk about Urban like on our last podcast. Yo, you're a head coach of a football team. You're a family man. You don't say that. Same shit with him. You know, you're a head coach of a well, football team. You're in a professional setting. I don't care if it's over emails or not. You don't say that shit. Even still, back then, you're you're in a coaching. Agreed. Position. It's not even. It's not even that. Oh, it's 2021. People are more woke. It's nothing to do with that. You shouldn't. If this shit would have came out, whenever he was on the fucking in the broadcasting booth, he probably would have got fired. You know what I mean? Well, 
the way you have to look at this situation is, um, yes, obviously it did happen. You know, it, it, it happened a decade ago. Like, you know, part of us should be like, okay, like this happened 10 years ago. Like, should we even be really worried about it? The other, the other half is like, okay, um, this, this is something that we are not trying to tolerate like as the league. Cause obviously this all, this all is due to, um, you know, racial injustice, big change, um, all of that. And when it comes like, I don't know, like, it's just like you, you like nowadays, like you just can't say stuff like that, you know? Well, 10 years ago for me and you and Blake, are different 10 years ago for him. Yeah. This is a grown-ass man. 10 years ago, yeah, we were 11, he, 12 years old. He's still beyond nose right. This shit would have been I different mean, if he just sent know. an email when he was 17 years old. Yeah. And this is what came out. No, he was a established man. Probably you know, still in his 30s. What, yeah. He was in the broadcasting booth at that point, right? Well, and he also said he didn't mean to hurt anybody in, the situ- in those situations. But, I mean, just like, I mean, what, what I was trying you, to say earlier is just the times that we live in now, like, we all got to accept the fact that, like, hey, like, this is not acceptable anymore, like, in any, right. like, in just any way of life nowadays. And there's shit like, you just, say with your friends and everything, accept- and who knows it was a friend's email, but, like, still it's not taken the same way as 10, 11 years ago. It's just a really mm-hmm. bad excuse. Eric, you said that he, he didn't is, mean any is. harm, but you can't say that and not mean any harm. Like, that's just, it's... I, I don't know. It's you like. Well, I don't. I, don't, I disagree. Thing, I disagree with that because, using like, what, I mean, using the terms he used, you can't say that in a non. Well, well, back then, you could definitely use the terms he used in a joking manner and offense not be taken to it as much. But now, with you know how open people are about you know being gay, being whatever they are, you know, it does hurt people more now. Now in this light. So I, I mean, I disagree. Well, dis- back then, the way his intentions might have been different, and who kn- I, don't, I don't even know who the fuck he was emailing. Well, this I mean, it's ten years ago. Everything, everything was different ten years ago. Right. The way of life was so, different ten years ago. Not justifying what he did. I'm just saying, like back then, people could get away with a lot more stuff. Doesn't mean he shouldn't lose his job now. Yeah, yeah exactly. At the end of the day, that's it's still yeah. bad for a head coach to talk like that about not only NFL players. He had nude photos of. The, the Washington, Washington football, football team, team yeah. cheerleaders and made some according, sex remarks you know, there. According to what source? Um, it was. Yeah, I got it right. I, here. I remember I went back and actually looked at it. And apparently, they did do a photo shoot like that. They were not. They stated they weren't comfortable with, it. and I don't know how to know about that. Because I mean, if for this sake, if it's going into details like that, then this situation is just could possibly get much worse. Than it it, it wasn't is. the whole team, but it was two. It was two specific cheerleaders from the from the squad. That mm-hmm. still had bikini bottoms on, but no, no top. This is from the New York Times. Just saying what this Ooh, is yeah. right here. Um, this is the like the emails that we heard earlier. In the emails, Gruden called League Commissioner Roger Goodell a homophobic slur that also people use for a term as, or well, half of it is used for a term as a cigarette in Britain. There you go. That's kind of me hinting at that. Clueless anti-football pussy. And said that Goodell should not have Whoa. pressured Jeff Fisher, then the coach of the Rams, to draft homophobic slur as a reference to Michael Sam, a gay player chosen by the team in 2014. Yikes. 
Um, I haven't yeah, seen anything that's, about that's the tough. Washington football team thing, though. That's, I think I think that tough. one was, was New York Times, too, I feel like. Because it, it was a big one when I looked it up, but I, I can't New remember. New York Times was like New one York of the first yeah. accounts to tweet this news, actually. They were really yeah, quick with the Gruden situation. Nonetheless, it's it sucks to see. Do you guys think it's going to hurt the Raiders oh. at all? Another thing really quick. He denounced the emergence of women as referees, the drafting Oof. of a gay player, and the tolerance of players protesting during the yeah, na- national anthem. Yeah, that's what it was. He said, he, I do remember reading a part where Yikes. he said um, women can't ref this game or whatever. And well, let's be like, honest. Oh the refs goodness. can't even ref this game. Let's, and let's these were real. sent to former president of the Washington football team, Bruce Allen. Good these are where the emails were sent. Well, you know, but, you know what's crazy? Um, I don't think I told you this yet, Blake, but I did tell Dalton earlier before we did this uh, pod. Um, you know who was also the head coach at Washington? Um, I think from like 2012, or he, I think he served as a head coach there for six years. But he was Jacksonville's offense coordinator from last year. Um, Jay Gruden, who is uh, the younger brother of John Gruden, so yep. that might that might have could have had some connection in that too. So, I because I, I honestly I I don't know how Washington got involved with this, but could Jay Gruden being a part of the Washington staff be that's a part the, of it? I mean, I don't know. Guess. That could be a theory at this point, but Probably. that's why would he be truth yet to be told? You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. about the best guess we got. I mean, it, it connects, but anyway. But I mean, the the Raiders yeah, are they gonna are they gonna get hurt by it? You guys think gonna slow them down a little? Most bit? likely, I think. I don't know. I think. I mean, they. They. I don't know. They've already dropped I mean, two we, straight. We'll, we'll see That's where true. they go from here. We'll see where they go. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, John Gruden probably is happy that he's not going to be, you know, like he's not going to be a part. Like he's not going to be a distraction to them anymore. If y'all know what I mean. So. Right. He's probably happy for them that he won't be a distraction to them, and they're like, okay, like you know, it's just. It's just new times we're in now. You know who they and should go honestly, after to replace him? They should go after the Chiefs offensive coordinator. What is it, Eric Benemy? That, that's yeah, early yeah, conversation. That's he is uh, Eric Bienemy. Bien, I don't know how you pronounce it. I think it's Bienemy. I'm so sorry. Yeah. But, um, Be my he enemy. He is a top candidate, but we'll have to see where they go. It is, I mean, God, it is only week six, so, I mean. Or when and he's just of, heading and, he sa- six, and he has so. said that he because there was reports about him taking I think the USC job and he said that he likes it in Kansas City so we'll see but it's hard to turn down a head coaching gig yeah but I mean at the end of the day I mean props to John Gruden I mean he's won a Super Bowl he's already proven himself like I mean the Ra- the Raiders situation definitely didn't work out now with this happening and especially after the Raiders paying him so much money. I mean, it's just crazy how that's all it, how it all. They should have never paid him that in the first but, place, but that's a different, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think John Gruden still. I think I think John Gruden is actually happy that he's not going to be a distraction to the Las Vegas Raiders anymore. So that's my last take on that. Well, uh, in that in that case, I'll go ahead and move us to our next point. Uh, we'll go ahead and cover the uh, the Ravens Colts game. I remember that that game turned out a lot different than I thought it was going to. Yeah, we'll talk about the picks later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, uh, okay, okay. I'll, all right. yeah, I'll be no, excited no, no. for that. I'm waiting for that. Yeah, me. I'm not because <laughs> I got the tallies, but that's beside the <laughs> little fucking teaser trailer. So, Uh-oh. contrary to what I thought, uh, 
Carson went still kind of all out. He did. He went 25 uh, for yeah. 35, 402 yards, a tutty. There was only one fucking problem. That was Lamar fucking Jackson. <laughs> Yikes. Lamar Never Jackson threw six incompletes. He went 37 for 43, 442 yards. The first time he's ever threw for over 400 yards in a game in NFL in his NFL career. And he had four yeah, tutties, zero him. picks. Had a fumble on the goal line. Wasn't and when this was when they were down what 22 to three or 22 23 to nine 22 to nine 22 to nine and didn't let it phase him. You know, came back, got him the win. Um, it helped that Roger Goodell Blankenship fucking sucks because he went to Georgia. Um, <laughs> yeah, just had to throw that in there because I'm not gonna have any other shit to talk about. I mean, hey, the rest shout, of the I mean, dude, shout out to. Uh, Couple of fantasy performances too from Marquise Brown, Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews, fucking Jonathan Mark, Taylor, Carson Wentz, Jonathan Taylor, yeah, Jonathan was, Taylor coming out with the bat with a seventy-six yard touchdown pass to the third play of the game. I thought he had one hundred and sixteen receiving yards and a tutty. He only had fifty-three. Uh, he, he had he had a touchdown on the ground with fifty-three yards, but one hundred and sixteen receiving yards on three receptions. Come on, bro. A running yeah. back shouldn't be doing that shit. I know. So if you lost because of Jonathan Taylor, I'm sorry. I actually um, if you lost, lost because, because of, Mark of Mr. Mark Andrews. Yeah, I say I went one and one in both my leagues this past weekend in fantasy. So I, I did can't as really well. Complain. No, the one I lost in, I fucking have fifty dollar bets in for everybody. So man I'd like to have that two seventy. Man went from me not being worried with him at nine points to me checking twenty minutes later and having forty five points. Damn, he had, four, he uh, had 147 receiving yards and two tutties, bro. Yeah. That's insane. Yep, he killed can I say? Can I mention he this real me. quick? Go ahead. I know we I didn't really have this written down, but why do I feel like so many players took off at fantasy this past weekend? Oh, my God, bro. My whole team balled like, out. Like, notable players like Devontae Mike Adams Evans. balled out. Go ahead. Uh, Austin Eckler. Antonio like Kyle Brown, Pitts, Jamar Chase, Pitts, like Jamar just Chase. I've just seen so much talent, like just so much flexibility and hell, bro. Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Tom Lamar, Brady dropping four hundred yards and five touchdowns this past week. You know, because I'm pretty sure unless you're in like a ten or twelve person, maybe not even a ten or twelve person league, maybe like a 12, 14 person league, you're not having Carson Wentz as your fucking starter. You know what I mean? It, it'd be yeah. fucking even then. It'd probably be fucking rare. But uh, uh, Lamar is in every fucking league possible. Same thing yeah. with Mark Andrews. Same thing probably with Marquise Brown. You know what I mean? Jonathan Taylor. A lot of people were high on him going into the season, so that he he scored a lot of fucking points for them too. It was a it was honestly a really good game to watch after the third quarter. Um, what? So I'm looking at it now because the the Colts were up ten three. Then they then took they a up. then they were up twenty two to nine. Yep. And it was all Baltimore from then on out. Calais Campbell had a big block field goal Go Calais, on Rodrigo. Man. Yeah. Um, yeah earlier in the game, Rodrigo ball, had baby. a missed extra point that didn't. I, I, it did cost him a game because it went into overtime. It was. But it was just the Baltimore Ravens scored around. 16 points in the fourth quarter. Had two straight. Or they had three straight drives with touchdowns, all 70 yards or more, and the last two drives they both got two point conversions on. You know, Jeez, it's just yeah. it's it's hard to beat that when Lamar Jackson really is is proving that. Listen, I'm I'm here and I'm trying to fucking win. You know, every time you hear this and dude now, talk in the post game, it's all about winning. It's not about stats or anything like that. That dude wants to win, and that's what he said when he got drafted. He said he was gonna bring 
Baltimore Super hey. Bowl and looking like this is the year to do it with the Chiefs underperforming. Hey, they're really, sitting at four and one right now after he, tonight. He, he said he heard everybody saying Lamar is easy to read. And he said, Okay. Okay. Read this option, like homie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said read this option. Worked out pretty well. I have the most rushing yards and passing yards on the team. Try to come get me, you know. <laughs> right. Uh, it and which he really does. It's not a joke either. Lamar literally is <laughs> has the most passing and rushing on the fucking team, which he's, that is he's, insane. He's a beast, man. He, God, he ain't got beast. more rushing touchdowns than Sam Darnold, though. Okay, That's true, right. true, true. <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, let's go ahead. Let's roll into. For, I don't. I don't want to spend any too much time on uh, you know the Colts, Carson Wentz, because I was I, I was really wrong about him last week. But uh, anyway. The uh, the Broncos, the Panthers, and the Raiders, you know, all three know. And look at them now. Look at it, especially the Raiders. Especially the Raiders. Look at the Raiders now. But well, when we wrote this shit down, the John Gruden shit hadn't came through yet. But now with the John Gruden shit, because the whole thing, the whole point of this topic was, you know, should any of these guys be panicked? Should these guys be scared? Are they flukes? Are they fakes? Um, I definitely see the Raiders not losing out, but they're going to fucking struggle. When you lose your head coach, you're fucked. Um, they do play in a tough-ass division. The Panthers, I still think, are a good team. I I, oh, I think everyone was in agreement here that the Broncos were not for real. They had yeah, an oh easy-ass schedule. Oh, they, yeah, they went 3-0 and off of... Pittsburgh is not world beaters, and they, they lost to them, obviously, Man. but they struggled. You know what I mean? They let Big Ben act like he was fucking 25 again. Broncos went 0 and 3 off of three teams who were 0 and 9 total. So not no, not a yeah. not a good look for them. That's why they had Dowers and then, you know. No, they're not 0 and 9. Who would they play week 4? Well, they were 0 and 9 at the point, you're right. Um week 4. I know, they played they Steelers this week and then I can't remember who they played the week before that, but nonetheless not looking too solid for them. Here, let me let me look at their schedule. Go they ahead, lost to the they beat they beat the Giants, beat the Jags. Jags. Oh, they lost to the Ravens, twenty-three fucking seven. So any team that's fucking okay. comparable and has common sense is beating the Shav. And they do play the Raiders next week, though. So. Oh, okay. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. So one of them will get a win. Maybe they'll tie. Who knows? But I think again we need to talk about boys. Go ahead. That might have just they might I'm not sure if it decided, but after this game, this team did become plus 550. I think like 550 favorites or Vegas odds to win the Super Bowl. The Buffalo Bills absolutely killed Kansas City yep. in in in, Arrow, in Arrowhead. Um, it was the weather delay game at halftime. There was lightning, so it kind of got delayed. That shit didn't fucking mean nothing. They were no. killing the Chiefs from. Point A to point B, which is start of the fucking game and end of the fucking game. Josh Allen balled the fuck out. The Chiefs defense is so dog shit. It's not even funny. They have no fucking way to stop. They couldn't stop a fucking nosebleed in a fucking winter storm. A blizzard. Some shit. Some shit that my dad would say. They just absolutely got fucking murdered. That's the oh only way God, I can put yeah. it. They out they they did everything better than the Chiefs. They had more total yards, they had more passing yards, had more rushing yards, had more yards per play. At, uh, they didn't have more first downs. At the end of the day, I think it was really just that Chiefs defense, dude. 
Well, hell, Patrick Mahomes didn't play to his normal standards. You know, he threw two picks. He threw a pick six. You know, That's they lost the ball. Right. They Everybody lost the ball out. twice. But it's Everybody it's okay for different. it's okay for a team to have a bad offense, like like a, a lackluster offensive game, not a bad one, but. It's right. it's nice to have a defense you can rely on, not a defense that's gonna hold you back, and that's not Florida's defense last year, where you have to outscore everybody because you know you can't get a fucking punt. And honestly, you know the Chiefs the Chiefs defense held them to five eleven five of eleven on third downs, which is good. But Buffalo only ran fifty four plays compared to the fucking Chiefs seventy nine, and that's twenty five more plays, which is a lot of fucking plays in a football game. They were just picking up, like, in the very beginning of the game, Eric, you saw this. In the very beginning of the game, they were gashing the Chiefs. They were getting them everywhere 10, 15 yards down the field passing-wise, and then, obviously, they were having pretty decent success running, oh, yeah. success it running like the ball. Oh, yeah, Josh Allen and Buffalo's offense. Like, they had, they unstoppable. Like they had it looked unstoppable. And this is a game they thought of all offseason. You oh, know they yeah. did. Oh yeah, this is their revenge game. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter until the playoffs. And I think both I mean, teams hey, should be in the playoffs. Five, so I mean, it is. There's been plenty of times we've seen the team beat somebody in week five and then get beat by them in the playoffs. It just, who knows? You know, we're yeah. fuck, like you said, we're five weeks in. There's a lot of football left to be played. Kansas City is two and fucking three. I let me look at their schedule real quick. They play Washington. They probably will beat Washington. They play the Titans. They could probably beat the Titans. They'll pl- they play the Giants, they'll beat the Giants, and then they play the Packers. So they have enough another three weeks of pretty winnable games and then probably a tough re- game against the Packers, which is just no defense versus no defense in my opinion. That was the Chiefs, right? Yeah, that was the Chiefs. Okay. I know the Bills. The Bills have an easy, easy schedule coming up. Well, yeah, they play in the AFC fucking East. So. I mean, yeah, they got the Jets again. They got the Jags coming up. I'm terrified for that one. I, someone might actually die during that game. It's but be it's, it's they they've got their easy game. Or they've got their they hard, play a Bills, good bit of their hard games Jags, Jets, Colts. Then they got the Saints, Decent. Patriots, Buccaneers. Yeah, I okay. mean, okay, that'd be a good. They one. have maybe two losses on there, and that's probably Saints and Bucks. I don't know. The Patriots have a good defense. They could maybe slow them down. I just don't think they can score with them. Same thing with the Colts. I don't think the Colts can score with them, but they have a good defense. It'll be very interesting. I think Buffalo's definitely the leader in. The AFC right now, that would be everybody's pick to at least get the, you know, the maybe the first or second seed. Uh, I don't know, man. I think I got a little, uh, I think somebody's got a little competition with Buffalo, though. No, it's talking about Ravens. I think, I think even, uh, I think Baltimore could possibly be up there with them. I just after. don't think they have a, I, with their their division, you know, Browns, Steelers, and Bengals. Same thing. I don't know. I don't know. The Chargers are sitting at 4 and 1. I still think the Chargers are good. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I just yeah. don't know oh, if yeah. they can. I don't know if they can continue this. You know what I mean? We've, there's yeah. been teams that have went fucking five and zero and missed the playoffs. You know they're four and one, which I mean, k- yeah. kudos to them. Still get fucking pissed every time I see a Chargers logo on my shit because they have Justin Herbert and we fucking don't. <laughs> Never yeah. forget. Never forget. It comes back to haunt you. That's, <laughs> all, that's something you can't really be mad at anymore, man. That's just something you just gotta let go at this point. Fuck Tua. It's almost like fuck Tua. <laughs> you're starting quarterback. Nothing wrong with that at all. Well, not at yeah, the moment. Starting Sorry. quarterback's hurt. Nothing Can't but really nothing blessings to that it. man. But it doesn't matter. He plays like dog shit when he's in. Stop talking about the Miami, the Dolphins. I don't want to talk about them. Anymore. We definitely don't want to <laughs> talk right, about right. what fucking happened. We'll talk about the Dolphins. We'll talk about 
the boys, Arizona Cardinals. Still undefeated. Still undefeated. Took on the 49ers this week. They did. Trey Lance's first start. Threw a pick on his first drive. How's Ooh. that going for your for you thinking Trey Lance was that good, Eric, huh? Huh? Dude, oh my god. He literally just had his first start. My bad. My I will bad. I will give I'll him a back little, off. little lead way. Little lead. He play. honestly That's didn't sad. play bad. That was his only pick of the game. He went fifteen of twenty nine for hundred and ninety two yards, no tutties. But then he had sixteen carries for eighty nine yards. Rushing as a quarterback, impressive as fuck. Um, that's a good Cardinals team say, they played, he's a, he's obviously. Still a kid. He just got rolled in, jumped in as a rookie because Garoppolo can't stay healthy. Yikes. Yeah, he's played in some games, though. It, it's the same thing as last season. Look, to at, be honest, look at Garoppolo and uh, Mostert out again. Good Lord. And Kittle. And Kittle. Because Kittle's on my out. fucking fantasy team. Oh, that's a, that's a rip. Bro, I have Christian McCaffrey and Kittle hurt. And Kenny Galladay. Yikes. Hey, bro, I can't catch a motherfucking breakout cheer, bro. Jesus, man. I got somebody else hurt. Who else do I have fucking hurt? I'm looking at this shit. Because I want everybody to know my fucking pain. Calvin Ridley's hurt. <laughs> bro, my top four, almost my top four, four of my top five picks are hurt. Maybe not so, four. Busted. Three of my top five picks. Busted. Uh, no, because hopefully Christian McCaffrey comes back. But either way, Cardinals still undefeated, as you were saying. I'm not trying to get too off topic here. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. They they deserve five they deserve and zero. The Forty Niners are still a good team. That I mean, it's not like the Cardinals aren't proven. So right. they're, they're still proven. They're a, they they get better yeah. and better each week. It seems they've like. beat they've beat bad teams, and they've beat good teams. I do think the Vikings are a good team, and they maybe should have lost that game. I think the Rams are a really good team. I think we're all here in agreement on that. Oh yeah. And I mean, they've played the Titans. Titans are a good team, and then they've beat the Jags, and the 49ers have just had some bad luck with injuries and Aaron Rodgers shitting on them with 40 seconds left in a game. But other than that, I mean, the 49ers yeah, still have a good-ass defense. Aaron Rodgers, you know. I mean, the 49ers outgained them in total yards. I don't think how many – I think they, they were even turnover battle-wise. 49ers had more time of possession, and then the Cardinals still pulled it out. You know, every they punted more times. They had less penalties. You know, they it was kind of like an even matchup up there. And I really thought that San Francisco might have pulled out the win, and I knew I was going to hear some shit from Eric about Trey Lance <laughs> if that did happen. But like I said, he didn't play terrible. He didn't. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> I really he's, I was just, not saying it's, the pick was Trey bad. Lance. It's it's still. I mean, it's he's still a rookie. I, oh, I yeah. I'm giving everybody a little break. No, I was just. Fucking I was say, I mean, I was say if we have to really be on, if we have to be honest here, what rookie is really, ex- what rookie quarterback is truly exploding right now? You That's know? true. No, no, I, I think all rookie quarterbacks are kind of like you know there's, still there's developing. Some help, bro. This is together. this is the first year in a while that we've had rookie quarterbacks not pop off. You know, we that's had a, Justin Herbert, point. we had Joe Burrow, Baker, we had Joe out. Burrow, and we had Baker. Patrick um, didn't play his, he didn't play his first Yeah, Patrick game. didn't. But his first fucking year starting, he made the AFC Championship game. And you know won I mean? MVP. Yeah, and two. MVP. And I, do I, I think the Cardinals saying, are going to – Yeah, I mean, I was just fucking I do get what you're about saying, the though. Trey Lance thing. I just, but, I just get a little defensive because I do love Trey Lance. So. <laughs> I don't understand why. Do you have no? There's no reason for you to have emotional attachment with that man. I don't <laughs> have – I, 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 I don't. Get it. I just like the way Trey Lance plays this game. 
my thing, I've said it since day one, I still just feel like he came out of nowhere, man. Dude came out of nowhere. Oh, he did. The draft. But he also came out of nowhere with barely any experience, and that's the thing that's I true. didn't have. A, that's true. But. Nonetheless, uh, Dalton, I'm going to hand it over to you. Give us our game picks because I am a little excited to see these. Yep, give us our game picks before we switch uh, off to go with the go, Yeah, go with the game picks, and I'm, I'm going to hand it off to you again because you're you know the master of college football. Okay, that's so, fair. That's fair. I fuck with that. I got to get wheel. my paper. Wheel, All right, so in DEB Sports picks of the week, there were 16 games played because there were no bye weeks, okay? I'm going to read this in order of DEB, okay? All right. Dalton, Eric, and Blake. I'm doing this for a reason. Dalton <laughs> guessed 10 out of these six games correct. Oh, yeah, 10 out of the six games correctly. Let me make sure I had that right. One, Wait, two, 10 three, out of the six. Wait, 10 out of the six? 16. 16. 10 out of 16. Like, uh, I'm going to say 10 and 6. Man, I know. You, math, 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 math hurt. <laughs> <laughs> doing really good um, this week. Damn. Eric also had 10 games picked correctly out of 16. Nice, nice. And the winner of our first week of DEB Sports Game picks of the week. Blake had 13 out of 16 guests correctly. I had, it's because I had faith in the Bills. He missed the Raiders. He Fair. missed the Broncos, Broncos-Pittsburgh game, and he missed the Panthers-Eagle game, which we all missed the Panthers-Eagles game. He get, he, uh, also, he also betted on the Chargers, which those two games, the Bills and the Chargers really set him apart. Yeah. And then what other game did he get us on, Eric? He got us on... Where did he get us? Turns out I'm only winning. Well, he got life. you on the Jets. Or he got you on the Jets Falcons. That's where he got one up on you, and then he got me on the Chargers Browns, and then the fucking Bills Chiefs. And he also got you on the Chargers Browns. I don't understand. Oh, he got you on the Cardinals 49ers as well. Oh, I forgot about that one. Forgot about that one. Which I mean, honestly, what other than the Raiders game, Eric? You really didn't pick a game wrong. Like, terribly. You know what I mean? Everything you guessed wrong was a close game. The Jets-Falcons was a seven-point game. Panthers game was, what, a three-point game. Browns game was a shootout. Raiders game wasn't close, but we all fucking whiffed on that. 49ers game was a seven-point game. <laughs> yeah, and the Chiefs did. game, but you can't. I'm not going to give you crap on the Chiefs game because I also did it. <laughs> but I, was, mostly I had faith because in the Bills. The Bills I didn't have that nasty. much faith in the Bills. That you was, see, we still had faith in Patrick else. Mahomes. Yeah, 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 I didn't expect Buffalo to do that last night. Whew. Oh, I didn't. I don't think anybody in their right mind would have. For them to underperform like that, I just don't think. I just don't think. But before we switch <laughs> to college football, I do want to talk about two things in the NFL. Go ahead. Yes. Okay. Big things in college football. One no, no, specifically. No. no, before we go to college football, Eric, I want to talk about two more things okay. in the NFL. Cowboys are fucking rolling. Yep. They are playing really good football. Their defense has improved a shit ton. Even they have cut, Dan. Um, they cut their like they cut their linebacker. I can't remember his name. Jalen. Jalen Smith, who's currently with the That's Green it. Bay Packers now. That's it. Like they dude. got Dan Quinn in the offseason as their defense coordinator. He was defense coordinator at Florida, and then was head coach of the Falcons whenever they made the Super Bowl run, well Super Bowl attempt run. Dan Quinn's a fucking defensive genius. We had nasty defenses of Florida. The Falcons' defense, up until he left, was usually pretty stout. He's obviously made – because we all know the Cowboys' downfall last year, other than Dak being hurt and Zeke being the number one option, which is not good for Zeke, was their defense was so shit. They let everybody put points up on them, and they've seemed to fix that a little bit. They're probably going to win the NFC East. 
At least that's how I see it right now. I mean, I don't. And they have a really good chance of beating somebody in the playoffs. Maybe getting second round. They're only into another the divisional team that could really take them. Maybe like the closest thing they got to a competition in the in the, uh, the East would be the football team. Maybe Washington. probably. That's how Giants, stout their defenses. Giants is more hurt than I've ever seen a team. The Tampa and the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles can't really put it together too much, but I mean, I don't think. I don't think either the Eagles or the Giants are going to contend as much as the, the Washington football team. Right. So I, I think then, it's, I think the, the Cowboys got their path laid out to the NFC East, you know. Yeah, they that I think they definitely are in the driver's seat for that. 100%. Next thing I wanted to talk about was the fucking shootout in Los Angeles Ooh. between the Chargers and the Browns, okay? This was one of the most entertaining games to watch last or this past weekend, and it was – it really just showed, I think, how good the Chargers are and how good Justin Herbert is, but also how good the Browns are. That it was, it was, it kind of complimented both teams. Obviously, Cleveland didn't get out with a win. Odell dropped I, a I thought, huge fourth and two. Fairly well. Conversion. Oh, I did too, especially with something torn in his fucking left shoulder. I mean, it's not his throwing shoulder, but still, you know that shit has to fuck with you a little bit. Yeah, he threw and for three hundred five yards, two tutties. Himself. Like, I think Justin Herbert if anybody had doubts of that man coming into the season anyway, you were you obviously weren't seeing the same shit everybody else was seeing last year. This dude, since yeah. he's walked into the league, has been putting balls on pinpoint accuracy. He makes the right decisions. He very rarely has a turnover. He puts up points. And this is not a team where you look at the offense and you're like, holy shit, they're stacked. You know what I mean? Other than fucking Mike Williams and Keenan Allen – they don't have much, you know. What yeah. I mean, Austin Eckler obviously he played good in fantasy this week, but he's been doing he's been doing good. He, uh, he, he has, but he's he's not like some top tier running back that yeah. everyone's like, oh shit, he's not no Derrick Henry or Saquon when Saquon Saquon's healthy and shit like that. And he's not definitely not no Nick Chubb, you know. What I mean, it's not like they, how Baker has, and Baker has a better team around him, and jo- uh, Justin Herbert just absolutely willed them to that win. It did help that Odell dropped that fucking fourth and two pass for a conversion, and then gave the fucking Chargers the ball late in the game. But that's beside the point. Fuck you, Odell. <laughs> I'm not even a Browns fan. I just love Baker that much. You already know. But it was a really good game. Chargers 4-1. and one. Browns fall to 3-2. and two. The Browns have the Cardinals next week, then the nice. Broncos, Steelers, and Bengals. So maybe 2-2 two and two there. That kind of sucks for them. There's not a whole lot of easy games on that. No. And then the Chargers have the Ravens next week, Patriots, Eagles, Vikings. Patriots and Eagles are a pretty, yeah. I think, are a pretty good matchup for them. Like they're Not easy. Like the Ravens wins, and Vikings, they might have it. They might have some trouble with the Vikings, yeah. but the Ravens could be a loss. We'll have to see. Yeah. But those are just two things I want to talk about in the NFL landscape. Now, going on to college motherfucking football. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Crazy ass fucking week. More enthousi- I wish you had more enthusiastic in that dome. That would have been so amazing. I got you. Retake. Oh god. <laughs> now we're on to motherfucking college football. NCAA. The fucking best college sport in the fucking game. College football. No one gives a fuck about college basketball till March. Who the fuck watches baseball anymore? We're talking about college football. Oh my god. Was that good? There we go. There we <laughs> All right, go. Awesome. awesome. So I think the biggest thing we need to talk about is the biggest upset, okay? Uh, Alabama, Nick Saban, the best college coach of all time, most winningest college co- college coach national championship-wise of all time, 
lost to his first ever assistant or prior or previous assistant of him. Motherfucking Jimbo Fisher, who I hate. Okay, I was not pulling for Texas A&M. I was pulling for Bama. Bama looked late as if they were going to make, make a comeback. In the, I believe it was the third quarter, they scored a touchdown, looked like they were gaining momentum, kicked the ball off, motherfucker took it back to the house. Yikes. And no. Texas A&M just kept their foot on the gas the rest of the way. And at the end of the day, I've seen 38-38 to 38 before, whenever Texas A&M is at home. And they always seem to get some chip shot fucking field goal whenever it's 38-38 because they did it against Florida last year. So if you're ever if you ever see fucking Texas A&M tied 38-38 at home, I don't give the fuck who they're playing. You bet money on them right then and there. Okay. But either way, this was the first time in, I believe, 90-plus games that Nick Saban had lost to an unranked opponent. That is fucking insane. They don't. Oh, this no, this no. is such an anomaly in Nick Saban's losses in his career. It's insane. Go ahead, Eric. Also, you gotta give props to Jimbo Fisher being the one of the first former assistants beating Nick Saban. It has finally I, been. I, I hate to, but I I will. Yeah, I will. I mean, it wasn't gonna last forever. You know, twenty four and zero was a pretty good fucking mark, especially when guys know how you coach. And you go 24 straight wins with that. It was going to fall immediately. Now there's going to be like, he's only 24-1. and one. But either way, just... Damn. Ooh, sorry. Damn. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> fucking tornadoes going off. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Keep going, keep going. I know this Alabama shit's crazy, but damn. Wild, um, man. <laughs> so, Alabama, this really does it really mean much for them in the AFC West? No. They they still I mean Texas A&M would have the tiebreaker over them but they still would have to lose another game they play Mississippi State next week Tennessee at home then LSU then New Mexico State Arkansas right before Auburn at Auburn um, Auburn isn't as good as previous years but they do put up points they just came back what was it La- the week before last no it was last week I think. What was it? It was last week. No, it was the, the week. It was a week before last. Auburn came back on LSU. You know, after they re, they finally put Bo Nix back in the game. I don't think they have a chance to lose another SEC game. So it probably will still be Bama Georgia in the SEC championship game. Speaking of Georgia, they just beat the shit out of Auburn. And I know the score doesn't they look did. bad. The score doesn't look bad. Thirty. Oh, never mind. Twenty-four point loss is bad. Yep, no, it's still 10, pretty rough. That game was never fucking close from start to finish. It was three to three at the end of the first quarter, but you could tell that Georgia was just having their fucking way with them. Okay, this was the most yards that Alabama had had put on them so far. Uh, it was all through the fucking air. They had forty-six rushing yards allowed. I mean, this team is just insane. This, their defense is elite. They're going to have at least five or six guys go in the the NFL draft. They're doing all this shit with a backup quarterback in Stetson Bennett, who is not as good as JT Daniels. JT Daniels is still a good quarterback, and once they get him back, they're going to be even more rolling more than they are actually are yeah, yeah have been. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? This team, like I said last last episode, is probably going to win the national championship. Oh. And because I don't think that can't, Bama can, be, that can't be healthy to say for you. It's not. It hurts my heart. Yeah, I was about to say yeah. you about to go in a cardiac We're going forty-one years. Know, you on the inside. Forty-one years. People have been able to say y'all haven't won one since nineteen eighty. The day has come. 
Ho- oh, hopefully no. not. Don't I still have faith. Yet. There's still time. There's it still time. There's still time. Boy, it sure looked. It like. hasn't happened. We but can all say that. It hasn't kudos happened to Georgia. yet. Yet. Yeah. I'm just holding. Just to be I'm safe, y'all better go ahead and get out of y'all system. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I'm just still trying got to. Time, pre- man. I'm just trying to prepare myself at this point. Um, another big game of the week. Number three, Iowa played number four, Penn State. At home, Iowa was able to pull out the win. Iowa is a good football Such team. Such a good game. It was. It was a. It, there was a lot of thing. There was a lot of things going in it defensively. There was a comeback. I mean, Penn State was up fourteen to three in the first quarter, and Iowa didn't let that shit phase them. Iowa sh- shut them out in the fourth quarter and co- scored ten straight points to win the game. There's ten unanswered points to win the game. Iowa is now ranked the number two team in the country. They are probably the Big Ten's best shot of making the making the college football playoff, unless Ohio State or Michigan have something to say about it. And Ohio State's not out because Ohio State hasn't lost a Big Ten game. They've only lost to Oregon, which is they're in the Pac-12, so that doesn't hurt them, you know, conference-wise. So they can still get in there. It just depends on how good C.J. Stroud plays, which he just fucking balled out against Maryland last week. He had 406 yards and five tutties, but it's fucking Maryland. I'm not too concerned about that. Notre Dame, we've talked about them a lot this on these podcasts in the past couple weeks. They barely escaped again this past week against Virginia Tech. They are a fraud of a fucking top 25 team. They struggle against everybody they play. They have, in their last, these are, these are their games. They went, th- they went 32-29 to over unranked Virginia Tech. Lost to number three now, Cincinnati. Lost or beat Wisconsin. Okay, that was actually a good win. They won 41-13. They barely beat Purdue. Barely beat Toledo and should have lost to Florida State. They should have lost to Toledo as well. They should have three losses on the season. Uh, Notre Dame is a piece of shit. Um, according to me, I was about to say I that don't want strong fighting words right there. I mean, listen, they're you know they're a Catholic school. Other than that, I really don't like Notre Dame because they're the same thing every year. You know, they're not in a conference, so they don't have to play any conference schedule or anything like that. They pick, they handpick who the fuck they want to play. Said last week they paid Cincinnati $1.2 million to come into that stadium and beat them. Still funny, bro. Still funny. It is. And at the end of the day, I just don't like them, and I'm happy to see them struggling. And they're not going to – Notre Dame is not able to lose one game and make the and make the college football playoff since not having a conference championship game. They don't have nobody to, like, have a def- definite win over. So their shots are probably done. Florida shots have been done for a while. Georgia's still in it. Texas A&M's out of it, most likely, with two losses. Auburn's out of it. Mississippi and Arkansas aren't going to make it. Ohio State's still in it. Oklahoma, though, this is the, oh. the, the, probably one of the biggest games of the week because Some of how it transpired. In the Red that River robbery, that little rat, he is a he is a rat. He, he is an absolute joke of a fucking human being sometimes. Yeah, Especially I, all that shit I, released. I, 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 I don't dislike like him. Spencer Rattler. I don't hate I, anybody, I do but I dislike people, and Spencer Rattler is one of my disliked people. I agree. I, can tell you I don't that. even get in college football that much, but I just had a feeling this guy was like he he was a Heisman uh, hopeful. Yeah, he was a Heisman hopeful, and well, I mean, just never really showed it. Well, long story short, um, before we get into it, this is a little off topic. I'm sorry, but um, no, you're good, you're good. has anybody? On this show, seen um, Q or QB one? Yes, and he was three. an absolute asshole. He was. It. 
Do oh. you remember the scene, Dalton? Do you? I don't know. It, you might remember. I, I, I'm sure you will. I don't know if you remember one of the scenes where the backup at the time, I forgot his name, to Spencer Rattler at the high school when he was a sophomore at the time, when Spencer Rattler was a senior. There was a scene where um, he, the backup was struggling and Spencer Rattler was, like, putting him down and – Called him a fucking idiot. The guy picked himself up and was like, yo, like, why are you trying to, like, put us down? Like, dude, that's all you do. And he literally said, how come it's like, always my fault? How come it's always Mike's fault? How come it's always this guy's fault? And it's never Spencer's fault. Ooh, you know, put yeah. him, kind of put him in his place. But, I mean, he was a fucking the highest rated quarterback in his class and everything like that. But there's just, yeah, there's something to say about humility. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's, a, there's something about humility. But and he does it, not have it. And this sure, is his payback but, for this. And this is payback. And when you look, so lesson to be learned is that you know don't be greedy an asshole don't be like that's what spencer rattler was uh, if you look watch that scene spencer rattler was being a greedy asshole and he all he cared about was himself he didn't want to pick up anybody else but him selfish and so the and story of came the back to man. bite him in the ass unfortunately and, and this is where we're talking about him getting bit in the ass and spencer rattler that, over the- also a uh, video after Oklahoma's comeback against Texas, Spencer Rattler is not even celebrating with the team. He's just walking back to I the locker seen room and just trying to get back on the bus already. Hmm. Wow. So, so yeah, for people who don't know why he's down in the dumps, yeah, for the past couple of weeks, right Spencer Rattler has been underperforming for him to be a Heisman candidate preseason, yeah. to say kind of the least. in general, underperforming. He had, a, he had a couple of good games, but... The Oklahoma faithful has been chanting for backup Caleb Williams for a couple weeks now. And Caleb Williams finally got his chance after Texas went up 28-7 to in the first quarter. I was in the stadium for the Vanderbilt game, and I kept looking at the updates. And I usually don't pull for Texas like this. I don't like Texas very much. But I was pulling for them against Oklahoma because I don't like Spencer Radler mostly. So... Spencer Rattler ended up ended up with a stat line of nine of sixteen, 112 yards and a pick. By the time he got when, since he got benched, Caleb Williams went for 15 for 24, 211 yards, two tutties, excuse me, and four carries for 88 yards wow. and a touchdown as a quarterback mm, wow. in his first game. So that just makes him literally a certified starter for Oklahoma now. Most likely, um, I don't see how Lincoln Riley could not start him after that comeback. You know, they ended up, Oklahoma ended up winning 55-48, came back in the fourth quarter, had 20, outscored Texas 25-7 to in the fourth quarter, which makes up for their 20, almost makes up for their 28-7 first quarter. You know what I mean? I mean, Oklahoma fucking rallied behind their backup quarterback, and there's a lot of teams that have done this. I've seen it with Florida, definitely. Some teams just play better with a backup in because they know that he should be the guy. They did it with Trask. We haven't seen enough of Anthony Richardson at Florida to say they do the same. But you can see the receivers liked having Trask more or Trask in the game more because he actually could fucking throw the football. There's just certain times when your quarterback's an asshole, he's underperforming, and you're struggling to win games. They are 6-0, and and they should have lost it to Lane Week 1. They barely beat Nebraska. They shouldn't have beat West Virginia. They, they barely, have. they, they barely have. beat Kansas State, and they barely beat barely. Texas. 
Okay, everything for, for Oklahoma to be such a highly ranked team in the preseason and have all this hype around them, have all this hype around Spencer Rattler, for them to have, you know, it's hard to say you've underperformed at six and zero, but I test says something different when yeah, you're looking I, at these I think, games. I don't think. I think Oklahoma might be much better off with Caleb Williams, though. I agree. You know, pl- until he's given you a reason that oh, oh shit, maybe Spencer Rattler should be the quarterback, then I wouldn't. I wouldn't change anything about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was a very right, interesting. And also, week. not even that, but Spencer Rattler is like you know, on his side, he's projected to be like the first overall pick, Heisman winner, and now he's getting benched by Caleb Williams. Yeah, it's crazy how the world works, uh, Spencer. How about Crazy. this? Be nice to people. How about Oklahoma changes their fucking logo so it doesn't look like a Q? <laughs> oh my god! Should have went to fucking Oklahoma. Um, because obviously that, that wasn't up. the right fucking Oklahoma. place for you, piece of shit. They yeah. also gotta join the SEC. Dalton gotta remind you again, as always. I don't give a fuck. I'll be on record now. They'll never win the SEC with me there. <sighs> I'm fucking gonna start coaching. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna <laughs> replace Dan Mullen. No. Oh no. But who, we they haven't even decided which side each each team's gonna get. Texas might be in the east or the west. I think they should be in the east because geographically they're they're closer to the east coast. I guess are they? Yes, they are. Um, and I don't know. It just it, they are really. It's gonna take some luck. And obviously with the way Georgia's recruiting and playing right now, it's hard to say that like they're just gonna walk in and own the SEC because Alabama's still gonna be Alabama until Nick Saban retires. Texas A&M has had good recruiting classes. They just got this big win over Bama. That's going to help them in the offseason with recruiting to get even better talent because Jimbo can always has always been able to recruit. Oh, Arkansas's on the come up. Ole Miss with Lane Kiffin's on the come up. The West has always been stacked since at least Tebow left and left Florida. The West has been the better side of the SEC and has kind of carried the SEC for a long time. Yeah, I think so. so too. Whoever gets put in the West is going to be pissed. And they're gonna fucking hate that Texas or the other. Yeah, it's they're gonna be very tough. I mean, just think about this: they're gonna have to play Alabama, Texas A&M, LSU, Auburn, Ole Miss, and Arkansas. And then you got Mississippi State over there. <laughs> that's that's a that's a tough fucking eight game schedule or seven game schedule. There's another. There's another. Oh, they play a they play a team from the they play two teams from the east. So we'll have to up our. Well, they'll probably up our western opponents or like, you know the opposite side of the fucking conference opponents and then you go to the eastern side and you really only have florida georgia and when tennessee is good that's basically it missouri is nothing to be scared of vanderbilt's definitely nothing to be scared of that's like playing that's like alabama playing img academy every time someone fucking plays against vanderbilt it's insane then you got Kentucky. Kentucky's actually a pretty good football team, obviously. They got a tough test this weekend against Georgia. Uh-oh. But, yeah, so their fucking SEC championship game hopes might come to a fucking end this week. But Kentucky and Tennessee are always kind of the same in the SEC East. They have one or two good years. And Missouri did this as well. They had two years when they made the SEC championship game. But the clear front, the owners of the SEC East, at least since I've been born, the 2000s, has been Georgia and Florida. Those teams yeah. are always representing the East. So yeah, whoever gets yeah, bailed yeah, out. Man. And, I mean, I mean, Alabama's all basically always represented the West, but they've had good-ass Auburn teams. They've had good-ass LSU teams. They've had good-ass Texas A&M teams. 
You know, you had Texas A&M with Johnny Manziel. You had Auburn with Cam Newton and Nick Marshall that year that they lost to Florida State in the Natty. Fuck Florida State. Oh, I remember that. Then you had the Ole Miss team that was getting paid by um, Hugh Freeze, where they had Chad, Chad Kelly and DK and all these other receivers. And A.J. Oh. Brown, that was another one. Um, you know, these teams stick around longer, dominance-wise, than in the East, so whoever gets fucking put in the West is fucked. Sorry to say that. But, real quick, Top 25 came out this week, and we have a new number one. Georgia is number one. I don't oh, think it should be doubted. No I don't think it should be questioned. Breaking I think, news. <laughs> breaking news. Oh my god, Georgia is first in the AP poll. And this is a problem I have with the AP poll. They have too much fucking bias. Alabama lost Alabama on the road. I think Alabama did drop far enough, honestly. They should not have dropped four spots after losing to an unranked team I think who has two losses. I think they should have dropped right. like 10 just because of the team they lost to. Texas like, A&M has I mean, lost to – barely I mean, beat Colorado. If Alabama lost to, like, Georgia, and Georgia was at where they were before. Like, if they lost to a second-ranked team, like, cool. Like, okay, they could just switch spots. Like, that's cool. But they lost to Texas right. A&M, who was sitting at 3-2 and two at the time, you know. They lost to Mississippi State. They lost to Arkansas. Mississippi State is not a good football team. No. Compared to top twenty-five ranking wise, you know what I mean. They are they have they haven't been the same since Mullen left. Okay, obviously. Thanks. Arkansas is a good football team. They scored ten points against Arkansas. Okay, and they scored ten points against Colorado and won ten-seven. This is not some team where you're like, you know what? They've played a tough-ass schedule and they've only lost these two games, but they were shootouts. They were competitive in both of them. They're losing the teams they shouldn't lose to, except for Arkansas. Arkansas is actually reasonable. The Mississippi State late loss is unacceptable. But Alabama should drop more than four. But they have Alabama bias in the in the AP poll and in the college football playoff. Because there's been years where you're like, damn, Georgia beat Bama. Or not Georgia. Bama didn't even play in the fucking SEC championship game. And they still got in. Now, did they win the Natty? Yeah. So maybe they make everybody else that said that look like dipshits. But I think, personally, you should have to win your conference. I think if you don't win your conference, you shouldn't get put in. Personally. But prior years have shown, even though Bama didn't win their fucking conference, even though Ohio State didn't win their conference, whenever Penn State beat them but was 10-2 and and Ohio State was 11-1, yeah, that's sometimes there's, you know, there's just off games. you got to put the best four teams in. But, I mean, if I say that, you could have put fucking Florida in if they wouldn't have lost to LSU and barely beat, barely lost to Bama. You could have easily done that. You know what I mean? It's just, I, I think you should have to win your conference. I think it takes away from conference championship games. But right now, Cincinnati has a pretty easy route to make the college football playoff and be the first group of five team. Which, if for people who don't know, a group of five team is not the Power Five conferences like the SEC, Pac-12, Big Ten, Big Twelve, ACC. They might be the first group of five team to make the playoff, and this will either show why they need to extend the playoff or why keeping it four teams is going to be good. Because if Cincinnati makes this team or make this college football playoff and gets absolutely obliterated because the talent level is not there. There, you will hear very little talk about. This is why we should expand it to. Six teams, 
except for yeah. like if someone gets left out behind Cincinnati. You know what I mean? Because the whole point of expanding the playoff is so I mean, teams sure, like Cincinnati can shut the fuck up. I mean, sure, UCF. even that. I mean, even if I don't think that I don't even think I I don't ever see that happening, honestly. But even for They'll example, a couple of years ago, even when Oklahoma played LSU, when Oklahoma was ranked in the fourth spot, LSU beat the absolute piss out of them. Joe Burrow literally threw seven touchdowns in the first half in that game. Like, yeah, that was that was an insane season. Though. I think, I think one I I do hope one day, the that the college football playoff committee will expand the teams to get into the playoffs. Maybe six. I think six or eight would be perfect. Six with the number one and the number two getting a, you know, a first uh, the first game by the first round by however you want to say it. Uh, six against I think three that's four, fair. That's fine. Because at the end of the year, when you look at teams, an eight and Florida was ranked eighth last year whenever whenever they played Oklahoma in the Cotton Bowl. As a Gator fan, we should not with three losses made the college football playoff. There's a problem with that. You know, we lost to LSU, we lost Texas A&M, and we lost to Bama. Were they all close games? Yes. The LSU game was a three-point game. The but Texas the A&M LSU game was a three-point game. was tragic. Right. That's what it we was, put it. it, it was, yeah. <laughs> Trust me, it was a lot more than tragic. Dalton got really messed up that night because of depression. Aiden <laughs> Shoe. I'll never forget that. But I think six teams is... Six teams is decent. I don't like four teams, but I also can't say I like six teams because we've never seen it. You know, does it give does it give teams like Cincinnati and UCF a better chance of making it? Yes, it makes it where you don't have to fucking go ten ten or ten and two and then eleven and one and then twelve and zero in three different seasons. Which I mean, ten and two, ten and two is still a good season for anybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But if you go ten and two in the group of five, it's a lot harder to make it than going ten and two in a Power Five conference for sure. They don't. I mean, Cincinnati doesn't really play anybody. They they played obviously Notre Dame this year, you know. They which they had to schedule and they had to fucking at the time whenever they scheduled that game, Cincinnati was not as good as they were now, because they because they are now. You know what I mean? Right now, I'll tell you their schedule really quick. They've played Miami, Ohio, Murray State, Indiana, Notre Dame, and Temple. Okay, the rest of the season they play. UCF, Navy, Tulane, Tulsa, South Florida, SMU, who is currently ranked 23rd, and East Carolina. None of those games, you're like, oh, that was a that was a great win. That was a win that makes them, you know, playoff uh, college football playoff caliber. Every other conference, you get that game. Florida State, if they want to play in the in the college football playoff, if they beat Clemson, you're like, that was their win that got them in. You know, Florida, they beat Georgia. That's the win that got them in. Or they beat Bama in the SEC championship game. You know, the Cincinnati does not have that that opportunity. And they are, I think they're actually moving to the Big 12. I think the Big, or the, yeah, the Big 12. Because there was a, I think UCF also is too. Hold on, I'm going to pull this up really quick. Okay. The Big 12 announced on September 10th that BYU, UCF, Cincinnati and Houston will become members of their conference no later than 2024 or 2025, bringing the team back to 12 teams because they had some teams leave. But that's beside the point. You know, that gives BYU, UCF, Cincinnati, and Houston an actual chance to prove themselves. You know, we'll finally stop hearing bullshit about UCF. 
um, Cincinnati's you know, rocking and rolling. This is probably go into the Big Twelve would probably help their their recruiting. And you know, Houston was good for a little bit in the late two thousand tens, but I don't know. It'll be very interesting to see. And now Iowa, like I said earlier, probably has the best chance. I don't know. Ohio State probably has still a pretty good chance. It's the Big Ten actually has the most, not, not the most competition. They have really good competition in it right now with Iowa, Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State. Penn State's still not out of it. That was their first loss, and it is a Big Ten loss. But a lot of things can happen. There's a lot of football left to be played. It's going to be very interesting to see how the Big Ten rolls out. Pac-12 is probably still going to be Oregon, and I don't think the Pac-12 has good enough teams for them to be able to I don't think they have good enough teams for them to be able to say oh yeah well this is like this is our resume you have to put us in it's not like the SEC or the Big Ten to me Oregon's probably still going to win it all in the Pac-12 and then probably miss the college World playoff in the Pac-12 would be without a team again but like I can't still can't give our College football playoff predictions, a lot of football left to be played, especially in college football. We all know how that works. One week yeah. the team will look unbeatable, and then next week they'll drop a game that they shouldn't lose to because these are, at the end of the day, college kids still finding themselves. You know, there's a lot of things that go on with, you know, academics alone, football team scandals, stuff like that. It'll be very interesting to see how it plays out. This has honestly been a very interesting college football season up to this point, and I'm ready to see how it all plays out. 100% definitely. But... Is there anything y'all want to throw in, NFL no, college-wise? Anything? I, I think Don. I think you really covered all of pretty pretty good bit of football it. right there for us. Honestly, I know I kind of felt like I talked too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. It, it's it's late at night. You know, we're doing this at one fifteen in the morning, so we all get it. Well, since we didn't talk about them much, I will throw in one thing, or maybe two things, because we always have to talk about them. That's a DEB Sports oh, tradition. Buccaneers absolutely killed Miami. Miami has no offense. Um, I said this last episode. They have no fucking offense. They can't do shit. They allowed 28 straight points in the fourth quarter without a single fucking point scored. Game ended 45-17. Tom Brady looked amazing. Anthony Brown helped me win in fantasy this week. Uh, at least if he was gonna, if they were going to score, at least it was to Antonio Brown. Defense looked like shit. Dolphins suck again. Jaguars. Oh boy! Actually, to me, were impressive. Looked like a team finally, but Trevor's pick does not matter to me because it was the very yeah. last play of the game. Man, very last play he, of the game. He did. He, he. I think Trevor Lawrence played his best NFL game up to this point. Oh yeah, yeah. He had a great game. J. Rob had his career game. Um, J. Rob, shout out to J. Rob having 100 rushing yards in the first half. First time to do it since Murray and he still and that was with being injured. At the end of the game, he still had 149 yards, 18 carries, and a tutty. Um, I think there's a lot to take away from that game. Because at the end of the day, y'all were down 31 to 19 with the ball on fourth and goal to make it a one-score game. And having Robinson in there, I think, does change that play. You know, um, do I think maybe y'all should have called a QB sneak and just let six? What? How tall is Trevor Lawrence? Six four, six six. Yeah. He's six six. Let six six Trevor Lawrence jump over the fucking pile and reach the ball across the goal line. Probably. Well, the problem with that is, Urban was quoted as saying he doesn't think Trevor's ready for a QB sneak. 
Oh, no. And him and T-Law did not agree on that. He said he's, T-Law said he's ready for anything. Well, so that kind of... Even more Urban Meyer bullshit. Yeah, not helping. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I feel did like, Derrick Henry like, have a good game against y'all? Yeah, yeah but he didn't. He did not do what Eric game. predicted with yeah, his the first three hundred yard three hundred yard rushing game in history. Um, but y'all did. It's not like y'all absolutely got killed. And uh, Ryan Tannehill only had two, not even two hundred passing yards and a tutty. You know, Derrick Henry had one hundred and thirty yards on the ground on four and a half yards a carry. That's really not terrible. Four and a half yards is, you know, I think pretty good for Derrick Henry. And any running back, but it's pretty good no, with I y'all's so too, run yeah. defense. You know, what y'all did. I think there's a lot to look forward with the Jags, as much as I don't like the Jags because y'all are Jags fans and everything. Of course. You know, and y'all, y'all do have a really good – their offense is not the problem. Future. We have a good future. Okay, you have a good no, future. No, that's, no, the that's, offense is not that's, the problem. Yeah. The defense is definitely the problem. It's not Yo, the 2017 yeah. defense no more. I think we all know that. Yeah. James Robinson is, been, is going to be a great – Late round pick that people look back on for y'all. I really do think, and Trevor Lawrence is gonna be Trevor fucking Lawrence. Um, do y'all have the right head coach? Yes, to be seen. Yeah, he's a, he's been Still asked to rebuild something that not a lot of people could rebuild, especially the state with it, that it was in. Correct. You know, do, could y'all use some more? I don't know. Chanel, Marvin Jones, and DJ Chark when he's healthy is a pretty good receiver. Yeah, board. I mean, it's alright. Yeah, I mean, our season's already over. I mean, we're sitting 0-5. DJ Chark's out for the rest of the year. At this point, I mean, you're playing for experience. Yeah. At this point, you just get everyone point, ready for, the you know, up. next That's season. But it sucks that it's this early and it's already over. I'm gonna yeah. tell y'all right now. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you the stats of the game. Okay. Jaguars outgained Tennessee by, I think, 70 yards, it looks like. 80 yards. 85 yards. Something like that. They had more passing yards by almost 80, and they had ten or er, 14 more rushing yards and averaged 0.9 more yards per play. Y'all had more first downs. Y'all were three for ten on third down, which sucks. You were one for three, one through one for three on fourth down, which also sucks. You had more total plays, had less sacks allowed, had less punts, had less penalties, but you had more turnovers. Which okay. hang on, the turn the fumble was bullshit. That was horrible. And the Horrible. pick at the end does not matter. It was already over by that point. <laughs> the game they was already over. They handed them seven points at the, end, the beginning of the game. Like that's already a terrible state to start out in. Right, especially and that I changes that fourth right. down was, call. I don't want that fourth like and goal call changes. Game, but that was horrible officiating. You know what I mean? That fourth and goal call changes because then you're down three. Then you're like, okay, maybe we kick a field goal and try to go to overtime, or try to get a stop and get us the ball back. You know what I mean? They, y'all had a, y'all had a lot of things go against you in that game. And next week, y'all catch the Miami Dolphins. So, at the end of the day, y'all might get y'all's first win next week. So, that home field yeah, advantage I don't know what in we're London. Gonna really do home field advantage in London. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, we'll I see so one of us will just have to, um, like you said earlier, Dolphins win. I got to rep the Dolphins the rest of Sunday. And if the Jags win, you got to rep the Jags for the rest of Sunday. So Yeah, I'm already kind of pre-started it because I was wearing a Jags hat the whole fucking podcast. Oh, so I think a little pregame. Myself. I think a little pregame Noted. send is calling our name at seven a.m. Sharp. Oh God, I'm taking two shots before the game. Oh God, at least it's gonna be a rough oh, Sunday no. morning. Oh, it, no. oh, it is. Wake up and get hammered, and then watch my. Blake, you're at, you're gonna have to come down here too, man. You're gonna have to come down to, to the Gville Swamp. You should. You, you might should. Have a deal. You might have a deal. There's no might. You should. 
You didn't even see me last time Gino spawned for the. You know what? Yeah, we'll, we would we'll love the for we'll that. Up the we'll up the stakes. I'll come okay. down. If you're listening to this podcast right now, you should type yes. Blake <laughs> needs to come down to Gville Swamp Sunday. On Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter. On top of that, I'll come down and we'll put everything on the DEB Sports Instagram page. Awesome. Sounds and like Twitter. a plan. <laughs> Show Dalton oh. passed out in the third quarter because we're down 17 nothing. <laughs> oh. I could see it. All right, boys. Well, um, I think that pretty much covered it. I think we covered a lot. Pretty pretty solid. Pretty solid. Can't wait for next week. Um, Can't oh, wait for hey, next week. wait. Do we need to do our picks? Yes, do our picks before we head Almost out. forgot. Good Lord. Almost sent us out without doing our picks. All right. Who wants to pull it up? I'll uh, pull it up, Dalton. Oh, okay. You, That's fine. Uh, do you have it already? Or? Mm, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Take it away. Take it away. All right. So, for week six of the NFL season, Thursday night football, Buccaneers Eagles. Who do we got, boys? Buccaneers. Oh, Bucks. Yeah. Sorry, Bucks. I think that's all the ways. Yeah, that's all the ways. So next game, nine thirty kickoff, Dolphins Jags. <sighs> you know yeah, what? I would go fence because I'm a homer. I'll say you know Jags. what? I've been a little bit down on them. Probably because I haven't really seen them that much play because it's a lot harder to watch them now because we're now on our 20th game losing streak. Mm. I think I'm going to go vote for Jacksonville for this one. I think, I'm, I think Jacksonville can really get their first win this Sunday. All right. We have our first Actually, split decision. Yay. Vikings-Panthers. Panthers at home. Who we got? Panthers. Vikings. I got to go with Vikings. I'll also... Fuck, fuck, daddy, fuck. Damn, I like the Vikings too. I've been high on the Vikings this year. Um, I gotta go. Ah, shit. Well, if I say Panthers, I'm going against my boy Kirk Cousins, who I've repped on this podcast. And if I say Vikings, I go against my boy Sam Darnold, who I've repped on this podcast. Um, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, catch, uh, catch a Panther minus Panthers. That was either the most genius logic or the most flawed logic I've ever seen. I have <laughs> nothing but respect. <laughs> Char- Chargers at Ravens. Who we got? Chargers at Ravens. Oh my God, that's a tough one. I gotta go Ravens. I have to. Go ahead, Dalton. Who you got? I'm gonna go Chargers. I was I gonna go Chargers too. I, I was. I was gonna hoping you say Ravens because I was gonna. I was gonna try and sneak away another Chiefs and Bills incident, but. And I, fuck another Chargers Browns incident. You did it with the Oh yeah, Chargers true, true. Week. I'm. I'm gonna stick with the Chargers. I think. I think they keep it rolling. I agree. I think I think Baltimore proved they have some holes that they got to fix, yep. even though they did pull out the win. The Colts are not that great of a football team, yep. and they should have lost that game, but that's beside the point. They yep. came back and won regardless. <laughs> Rams at Giants. I'm just going to go ahead and write down ours. I know yep, go ahead. Just put it down. Just put it down. Unless Eric has something to say. Eric, do be throwing some curveballs sometimes. No, I, I still I yeah, think I'm going to go with my Ravens. No, no, no. I'm talking about the Rams-Giants. <laughs> uh, Rams-Giants? Oh, I thought, you were, I thought you were still on the uh, – Ravens Chargers, my bad. I was looking at no, scores on this phone. Um, yeah, I gotta go Rams. Yep. Easy, Easy money. Yeah. Easy. Texans at Colts. Who we got? God, that's horrible. I'm uh, sorry. After watching the Colts, Colts almost for me. winning. Colts. Yeah, yeah. I have to go with the Colts. I don't, I don't know. David to. Mills did pretty good last week. Yeah, I thought. They, uh, yeah, the Texans he did, played. They should have beat the fucking Patriots. I am making an argument, but I'll, I'll, I'll stick with. Not should have. They could have Colts. All right, well, Colts all the way. Chiefs at Washington. Who we got? Chiefs. Chiefs. 
Chiefs. Not gonna fall. Not gonna let two go. Not too straight. Not a chance. Yeah, not with Patrick Mahomes. He's pissed, and his boy Jackson Mahomes gonna be doing some crazy ass TikToks to get him in the fucking spirit. Um, Packers at Bears. Packers. 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 I don't think uh, you know they are on a two game win streak. The Bears are. I think no, against the against not. the Raiders too. Yeah, but Packers. Still Packers, yeah. Bengals at Lions. Battle of the Tigers. Bengals. Yeah, yeah Bengals. Why not yeah, Bengals. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. It also depends on if Joe Burrow's playing. Ooh, touche. I'll go Lions. Fuck it. Lions get the I'm going to stick with Bengals. Yeah, I'm going to with Bengals. I'm going to go Lions on that one. They should have fucking won last week. And yeah, a few weeks before that. Cardinals at Browns. Do the Cardinals drop their first game of the season? I'm I'm going with Browns on that one, believe it or not. Yeah, I was thinking about that earlier, too. That's what I was thinking earlier. I think Cleveland might get their – I think Arizona would get their first loss. You know what? I take it back. I'm, I need something to change this up game so I can win this week. I'm going Cardinals. All right, all right. And I, I'm, it's, I'm hurt. I hope it's excited. Cardinals, to be fair. I just think that the Cardinals, <laughs> you know, uh, they're going to let a few slip you. up, and it's going to be – I can see one of them being the Browns. All right, Cowboys at Patriots. Cowboys. Oof. It was an easy you know pick, what? but it's not going to be a it's not going to be a blowout. It, it'd go be Pats? a good game. I'm gonna go with Patriots. I think I think Bill Belichick could have something for the Dallas offense. This is a hard one, boys. Give me Cowboys. I got Cowboys as well. Raiders I'm at Broncos. New England. Raiders. I'm gonna go with the Boston. Oof. I don't know, bro. That's hard. I'm, I, I'm oh, going to go Broncos just because Bron- Ra- Raiders at Broncos. Give me Raiders. I'm going, I'm going Broncos. Raider. Oh, Broncos. Broncos. Oof. I'm on my own on this one. That tends to work out in your favor, Blake. Actually, no, no. See? I want Raiders. I want Raiders. Let me get Raiders. I want Raiders. Okay. And long as we change while on the podcast, we're chilling. Okay. Seahawks at Steelers. Remember, Russell Wilson is projected to be out for at least a month, maybe six to eight weeks. Yeah, Steelers. Yeah, Steelers. Mm. Steelers. Have Geno Smith in? I'm I'm going Seahawks. I think I'm gonna go Seahawks too because Big Ben's not too good either. I mean, damn, but they have an ass defense. That's true too. I don't know. I'll go Seahawks. Man, I don't know. I really. You know what? Uh, Steelers deep. Wait, you said Steelers defense was better or Seahawks defense? No, was Seahawks defense. I'm about to say Steelers defense is pretty good. Uh, I'll give it Steelers. I'll go Steelers. Shit. Fuck. The the, yeah. the Seahawks' strong point was their offense, and now it. they have to rely on their defense, which was already not good. It's it's looking pretty good for the Steelers. Final game of the week, Bills at Titans. Bills. Bills. Ooh. Bills are on a roll. I don't know. I don't, think, I don't think Tennessee's the team they give it up to, especially not right now. Yeah, I think Buffalo's got to get it. So the picks are in. Picks are in. The picks are in. All right. Well, good luck to everybody. Blake, congratulations on last week. Thank you. Thank you. Take pride in what I do. Yeah, congratulations, Blake. (laughs) I look forward to next week, fellas. I do as well. Me too. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And we'll catch you next time on DEB Sports. Appreciate y'all. Thank you. (laughs)